There once was a woman, a host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together, tastes better. This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing an ice-cold Coke. Because sharing brings us together, and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Dutch's shops and share it today. Let's be real. Our most serious conversations happen when we pee together. And whether it's on the phone with your Biffle or in a group at a nightclub with your fifth vodka cranberry in hand and makeup looking like a melted clown. Join us where we create a safe space for those of us who are always asking the questions we've grown up believing everyone around us has figured out only to realize none of us truly know what the hell is going on. Come along and laugh at us and we promise we won't take our absurdity personally. I need to pee. Do you need to pee? Will you come with us? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to I Need to Pee podcast. Back by popular demand, we're staying on trend with our dating and relationship theme. However, we wanted to bring in a dude this time. So we're excited to welcome my personal friend, Tim, to ask him what makes him swipe right and what it's like online dating during quarantine from a guy's perspective. And just to make it fun, we're going to do another set of rapid fire to start it off. But first, I just want to welcome Tim. Thank you so much for being here all the way from H-Town. How's it going? Things are going pretty well. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Alexis, you want to start us off with the rapid fire? Yes. All right. So if you are a frequent listener of ours, you are familiar with this. If you are not a frequent listener, sometimes we like to start things off with a couple of icebreaker questions. First of all, what is your favorite snack food? Probably pretzel chips and hummus or I've been buying a lot of Nutty Buddies during quarantine. So those two things. What's a Nutty Buddy? It's like those chocolate with peanut butter wafer things, like from like Hostess or whatever. Okay. They're fantastic. I would highly recommend them. I got to try that. That sounds good. Uh, Number two, what's your guilty pleasure? The Nutty Buddy. That's definitely my (laughs) guilty pleasure. Fair enough. Where is the next destination on your travel dream list, provided you could travel anywhere? I want to go to Australia and see the Great Barrier Reef before it's, like, gone forever. So that would be the next one I would choose. Good call. Okay, awesome. So starting rapid-fire questions. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Blonde or brunette? Blonde. Looks or personality? Personality. Eyes or smile? Depends on the person because both are great, but a good smile will get me. Okay, sorry. Coffee or drinks? Drinks. Seuss? Oh my god. Sushi? <laughs> wow, all right. We all can't speak tonight. Sushi or pizza? Pizza. Such a dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kidding. Intellectual or creative? Intellectual. I'm probably the most methodical, analytical person you'll ever meet. So definitely like a like-minded individual. 
I'm with you there, Tim. I love those 4 a.m. discussions with like a three quarters of a bottle of whiskey already drank, talking about the meaning of life. (laughs) (laughs) Like that too. Okay. Would you kiss on the first date? Yes. Would you have sex on the first date? Yes, depending on the situation. And really switch it up. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Definitely dogs. I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to cats. Aren't we all? (laughs) Either emotionally or physically. Exactly. (laughs) Before we jump into some more detailed questions, I know just from knowing you for a while that you have some theories on dating. So I want to kick it off by asking you about your monster theory. If you can go ahead and kind of explain to all of our listeners out there what that is and what it means for their own lives. Okay, so a few years ago, had one of those conversations that Alexis was talking about late night at one of my friend's houses after a night out. And we got talking about how every single person has three people on their mind or that can kind of give you a good indication of what you're looking for. And it is, the first person is your monster. It's usually an ex that you've got history with, that usually a rocky ups and downs ex where a lot of passion there, but it did not work for one or multiple reasons. It's, we call the monster the girl that runs my shit. It's the girl that says, I want pizza and I'm going to order a fucking pizza. The second person is the your current crush. It could be a coworker. It could be someone that you went on one date with. It could be a friend of a friend. It's someone that you don't know a lot about, but you'd like to find out more that there's something there that you're attracted to. And the third person is if you had to get married tomorrow to anyone in the world and you're stuck with them forever, have to make it work, who would it be? And... Between those three people, you can usually find some similarities that will tell you kind of what you're looking for. I feel like I need to sit down and think about it. (laughs) You know, but I feel like this would be a very good 4 a.m. wine discussion, you know, like sitting around with your girlfriends or your guy friends or your exes. I don't know, like whoever (laughs) you want to bring to the table. You could really expose a lot of shit or you could just kind of you know, sim, uh, simmer on it. But I really like that theory, Tim. So there's there's a follow-up question to this. And it is, what is your type in one sentence? And what are you looking for? Like, from those three people, you should be able to determine who who you're looking for in one sentence. And typically, your friends know better than you do. For example... So we sat around at three in the morning and I looked at my best friend and go, Josh needs a girl that's smarter than him. And the reason for that was he's the ultimate strategist, nickel dimer. He'll like find a way to win any game with undefined rules. And because of that, if the girl he's dating is not smarter than him, he gets super bored because he knows just how to manipulate any situation to get where he wants to be. And he needs a girl that is three steps ahead of him at all times to keep him on his toes. You need your own Irene Adler. 
I have no idea who that is. <laughs> she is Thank the you. romantic interest of Sherlock Holmes and the only person who ever outwits Sherlock Holmes in all of the stories. Sounds like a great girl for Josh, but he's also found a girl that's three steps ahead of him <laughs> and just bought a house with her. So oh. it's going great. success story out there. Yeah. The sentence that I got was, Tim needs a girl that could get dropped off anywhere and figure it out. She could be a plus one for a wedding that you're in where, oh, Tim's going to have to go do some activities, but she can make friends on her own and kind of fit into whatever situation that you're in. Does that make sense? Yeah, like a chameleon. So for all those ladies out there, Tim's single, I think, or at least the last time we talked. Yes, I'm single. single. Cool. (laughs) So if you're one of those ladies who can get dropped off anywhere and figure it out, hit us up. We can set you up, especially if you're in Houston. Your your theory sounds a little bit like fuck, marry, kill, right? What's it called? Yeah. Yeah. That's the game. (laughs) So is it one of those things where you need to kind of know the question about who your monster is and all the other stuff? Like if you're being held at gunpoint or is it something that you could be like, I'll think about it. The the fuck Mary kills usually pretty easy for that because you usually kill the monster, fuck the crush, and marry the person that you think you could marry. Of <laughs> like I feel like that would just be pretty straightforward. But I like where your head's at. If you had so I believe the two of you have significant others, but since Kelsey is recently single, Hayden. what do you think since Hayden is and recently single? What do you think her type in one sentence is? Also, mic drop. I'm newly single. Hey, yo. Kelsey's type. Oh, shit. Hayden's type. Hayden's type in one sentence is someone who can keep up. Calm her down. Yes. Always down for a good time. Never too needy. They're just like a solid egg, you know? Yeah. Not calm her down. That was the wrong thing to say. It's more like someone... Hayden needs someone who can be her equilibrium. Someone who can be both. So like an equilibrium is finding like the perfect middle point, right? It's like a geometric term. So when you, when two lines come together, yeah, for the listeners, (laughs) when two lines come together, there comes like a midpoint and that's like when it creates like a perfect balance. (laughs) So I need a balanced person. When there's a balanced in the sense of like someone who can both be wild and fun and like be your partner when you're out and about and like want to go crazy and want to just like go nuts, right? Someone who can dance with you till four o'clock in the morning, but also the person who wants to have like a lazy Saturday night in and drink margaritas and order tacos and watch like four episodes of something and just like be the person that you're comfortable with spending hours on end just sitting next to but can also turn that switch real quick (laughs) and in typical Lexus fashion that was not one sentence but thank you (laughs) I always write in run-on sentences it was the most grammatically (laughs) frequent error in all of my elementary school days so yeah that's me in a nutshell a run-on sentence love it I love it and I would agree. That is. But me. also, that was my explanation. I said Hayden needs someone <laughs> who can be her equilibrium. And that was a single sentence. All right. All right. All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> Wait, this is fun. Let's play this for everyone. Yeah, all right. Let's was... do you, Casey. Tell me who's my Dumb. perfect match. What do you think? Let's I'd love to hear your perspective on the one sentence for Casey. 
I'm afraid that if I say something wrong, I'm judging her 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 significant other. <laughs> and no, I like, no, it's I, good. It's good. So I'm describing who her significant other is. No, no like once who would be the perfect significant other, and oh, that's difficult because oh, yeah. Casey's kind oh, of dating her perfect significant. No, no, no other yeah, someone who, someone who just submits, like submissive, super submissive, <laughs> because Casey's got to control it all. She she's Russian. She's Russian for God's sakes. They control everything. They control the election. They control it all. She's got to have somebody that is super submissive. Yes, babe. What do you want, babe? I got you, babe. All right, babe. Yeah, babe. Wrong. Am I right or wrong? Am I right or right? Am I right or right? My dad says the complete opposite. I need someone who's going to be like not there to put up with my shit. And to put me in place when I needed to be put in place sometimes. And that okay. sounds a little Pause wrong. real quick. Who yeah. did all the decorations behind you in that room? Well. How much I- How much input did, did your significant other have in those plants in the bedroom? He had choices. We bought these plants. Wait, 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 wait. wait. He had choices or he made decisions? <laughs> he had choices. Okay. <laughs> and I rest my case. Johnny Cochran, Mike no. out. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you have a significant other who's got bad taste or is not great at decorating, that's a problem. And that's why you're there to help, a.k.a. myself. Did I you feel like you're him, proving Dom's point. Did you give him an opportunity to make a decision? There's a difference between choices and decisions. He has the decision to water them when I'm out of town. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, re- I rest right. my case. I would agree. <laughs> I think also someone who will go along with any crazy shenanigans and love her more for all of her weirdness and feed her ketchup. Weirdness is real. Let me tell you, my significant other made me sausages last night for dinner. One of my favorite meals. and <laughs> With ketchup. Yeah, he didn't put enough ketchup on the plate. <laughs> and I said, can you please put more ketchup? And he's like, I think we need to work on like the amount of ketchup you're eating. <laughs> it was a scheme. He purposely didn't put the amount of ketchup I like on my sausages. It was very upsetting, guys. So, yeah, a guy that can feed me ketchup until I die. Cool. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Alexis, you're perfect male. You kind of already told us already. Yeah. Let's revisit. He needs to like whiskey. He needs to be intellectual. He needs to be very charming. That's a good word. Charming. And... He needs to listen and he needs to be very like verbal in his love language towards you, right? Constantly letting you know like, hey, this is how much I care about you. I think you're beautiful. Things like that. Like words of affirmation. Run on sentences again, people. (laughs) All right. Grammar queen over here. It's fitting that Alexis would get a run on sentence. That's true. That is true. I was just staying on theme. Uh, a guy that uh, speaks in run-on sentences. Hey, <laughs> I was gonna say a sex god who writes poetry. That's, that's exactly what I was gonna say. She needs she needs somebody who lays pipe, point blank. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. Dick. What lays pipe? Yeah, you've never heard that saying. It's so sexual. I have probably not never. in the poetry books though. No, <laughs> hip hop, hip hop. What's the a, poetry books out there? There's some dirty poetry. What's the classier version of Lay's Pipe? Puts it down. No, classier. We're talking like Shakespeare classy. Like, I yeah, shall throw. deliver you my 
penis. I shall like, grabbeth your bosoms and does it what does not any other's men does. I think the Shakespearean term is member. Ooh. And I'm actually pretty positive you could cite me on that. Like, pull up a reference to the male genitalia in a Shakespeare play, and I'm pretty sure they'll say, thus member, or something along those lines. Well, his thus member (laughs) will be delivered on a silver platter. If you're listening, I should not be looking this up right now. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening and you know the answer to the Shakespearean phrase for schlong, let us know. (laughs) Schlong. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Love that word. But you didn't like lay pipe, but you like schlong. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) It's the the Yiddish in me. Um, there's whole articles on gender on Shakespeare's stage, A Brief History. Yeah. Does it say member? Was I right? I'll have to really read through this. Okay. We'll revisit so, this. To sum it up, a man laying there like you would see in a museum with his knee up, laying there with his hand on his head, <laughs> with a whiskey cocktail next to him, possibly some weed, and a little bit of lovin' with his... A lot of schlong. So what you're saying is I need a Renaissance painting realized in actual life. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. If you guys ever come to Houston, there is my favorite bar down here has a picture of Tom Selleck painted like Rose from the Titanic, and it's fantastic. So come visit, and you guys can see that the next time you're in Houston. why didn't you take me to that bar? I took you to the most Instagram-worthy bar on the planet, and I think you can agree with that. I would agree with that. <laughs> Casey would have been having a field day. Oh, what? Just because it's Instagrammable? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I, I okay. You know what? I'll just accept it. I'm a basic bitch. I will ac- accept this life that's been given to me, and I do like Instagramming things because I like to share it with my people. That's it. Well, All right. Let's get back into these questions. I want to hear more about Tim's dating life. Okay. So. Alexis, do you want to kick it off with our I do. Yes. So less of a rapid fire and a little bit more information on you. What makes you like right? I definitely start with looks. I'll go through the pictures and then so hinge is the main one that I use. And I do like the prompts a lot, but start with looks for the pictures and then I will go through and look at the prompts and see if there's anything of substance there. Because the number of girls that I see that have six great pictures, but the first prompt answer is the office, and the second prompt answer is tacos, and the third prompt answer is Jesus, drives me a little crazy and is the quickest way for me to get the X button pressed. So (laughs) it's Texas. There's a lot of it here. Not that I'm against religion, but it's just like, there's nothing of substance there. It's very basic answers. I'd rather have something that I can comment on in those prompts. I would say that I like taller girls, like I would say five, five and above. Is there something that like, if you see it, it's like a rarity, but if you see it, you're like, oh my God, yes. Everything else almost goes out the window. Is there like a little magic thing for you? 
That's a good question. There's not. I really like a picture of a girl laughing way too hard. If that makes sense. Do you know what? Like the yes. like uncontrollable laughter picture. I feel like is a good one for the profile. And then using those props. If you don't use those props, I'm much less likely to start a conversation because you're afraid to share something about yourself. And I feel like it's going to be pulling teeth to try to get answers out of you. So I would say those two things. Like the candid pictures. Yes. What if you find out that they're not so candid? I don't really care because (laughs) at that point I've already started the conversation and then it's just, it's gotten to the next step. So it's one of those fake until you make it things. If you start dating and she's like, take a picture of me, let's fake laugh. You're going to be fine with it. No, (laughs) No, I'll do boyfriendly photography stuff to a certain extent. My rule of thumb is that if I'm taking pictures, like if someone asks me to take a picture, the first thing that I always do is take a selfie of myself on their camera and then take as like 37 on theirs so that when they look at it the next day and they're swiping through and deleting all of them, they get a selfie of me. So I get like photo credit that way. That's funny. Okay, next question. You've kind of already answered this. We know Jesus. Is there anything else that will immediately make you split? <laughs> it's okay, so it's not just Jesus. It's when they have the the trifecta of the three most basic answers you can get in Texas, which is tacos, the office, and Jesus combined. I have no problem with Jesus. Or the office, right? He's a great guy. Or I tacos. Think- I love tacos. They've replaced pizza in my life down here. Whoa. Because, yeah, going from New York to Texas, the pizza's not great, but the tacos are fantastic. So you got to adapt. Yeah. How did we start this episode and no one addressed that Tim was from New York? I'm sorry. Syracuse. Not the Never city. mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Syracuse. <count> apparently. <laughs> in the background. All right. So... What would you say the weirdest intro line you've ever received is? And from there, like, what's the weirdest line you've sent? So the the weirdest one was definitely this girl that right off the bat on Bumble came with three paragraphs that said, what are you looking for on this app? And then explained what the last guy was looking for and why if I was looking for that, that I should just move on. And I just immediately unmatched. I was that like, been hurt. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot to handle with three messages right off the bat. It was like, yeah. So that was a lot. I'd like to think that my, I don't send weird lines because if I thought they were weird, I would send them. But my normal opening line is I'll ask a question. And I don't even know if that's what guys do typically or not, but like, I will usually ask, if you could see anyone in concert, who would you pick? If you could... Dead or alive. Or in, or alive. It's your concert. You can see whoever <gasps> you want. Oh, shit. David Bowie, where are you at? <laughs> Great answer. He's dead. <laughs> That's where no, he's but, at. Yeah. I'll ask that. I'll say, if you have to... If you could pick any songs in karaoke to, what would you pick? If you could go on any reality TV show, what would you pick? Ooh. I'm taking Um, notes. These are pretty good. Those are really good questions. I'm trying to get at, like, what are your dirty lines? I don't put them in writing. (laughs) (laughs) Tim's a classy man. No, you seem like you're the kind of guy that would have some clever pickup lines. I don't know. I, like, 
I feel like I'm methodical as hell. I've like tried different things. I've tried just saying, hey, how are you? How was your day? And that's just super boring. So like I found that just asking a random question usually sparks a pretty good conversation. I will say that after I've matched, if your response to me to one of these questions is, oh, that's hard. I don't know. And then you don't say anything back or follow up. That's the end of the conversation. (laughs) I'm not going to like push the issue. It's, hey, I want you to think a little bit and answer a question that should be pretty simple, but also tell me something about yourself. No, like late night after the bar, didn't go so well, hit up the apps, message a girl type things. No, I don't go to the apps for that. I typically go to <laughs> go, go to, to your girl. What <laughs> goes to the I, roster? Yep. Yes. Also, Tim can literally pick up anyone at a bar. I've seen it in action multiple times. I mean, COVID, maybe <laughs> not. True, like, true that. I don't it's know. A good skill to have. All right. I don't know. I'm tall. I'm goofy. People <laughs> seem to like that. <laughs> what is your speaking of photos? especially dating profile photos. What's your funniest profile photo? Funniest profile photo. So like, I think that the photos are definitely a weak part of my profile because I never take photos. Like all of my photos are group photos of, hey, I'm with a group of people and they happen to take a picture of me. And I'm like, hey, send that to me. Hey, put that in the group. Yes. The the photo that is the most liked is definitely the photo of me in a suit with my mom. I can tell you that. Aww. And the prompt that I get, the, like, from my profile, the thing that I get the most comments on is for the most spontaneous decision you've ever made. It says, move to Houston, decide to move to Houston in 10 minutes. And they're like, how do you like it so far? Or... Why did you make that decision so quickly? And then it allows me to just kind of go into that story of how I ended up here, which I can tell that story if you'd like, or we can move on to the next thing. I'm curious in your dating profile pics that Hayden was just showing to the users, or not us, like not the, to the group. Yeah. Sorry, I'm in work lingo, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, those look pretty good. Now, how would you feel about us referencing those screenshots of your dating profile and sharing it to our listeners? We could ask them for tips and like, hey, how do you think we should change this up? Switch it up a little bit. Any advice? Sure. Go for it. I'm always looking to improve the profile or, yeah. Excellent. I can give you a tip right now. (laughs) What would it be? Less group photos. Cannot tell which one you are. I'm the tallest one in every photo. We don't know that. <laughs> you only okay. need one picture yes. to reference your height to really prove to the ladies mm-hmm. that you, you can be climbed. Yeah. How- <laughs> hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile. And Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. 
This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just $25 a line for four lines. Plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's how I rule my holiday with Metro. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com. <laughs> how tall are you, Tim? 6'3". Okay. It's not that tall, but like... No, I know. Height. It's not up to Hayden's standards of like, a real, like, you know, redwood tree, but it will do. Accurate. <laughs> okay, moving on. I don't know how much you've been dating in quarantine, but have you had any virtual dates? I have. the So at the beginning of quarantine, I actually deleted the apps. I, because I'm not, everything was closed down here and it was one of those. I didn't want to either have endless conversations with someone that under normal circumstances, I would be able to meet up with in person and go on dates with, or be the creepy guy that's like, hey, let's come do game night at my house. Like both of those options seemed like very poor decisions for someone that what I thought would be approximately six weeks later when things would open back up if we did the whole quarantine properly. I just figured that 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 seemed like a better option. I'm going to put these on hold and move on. And then things in Houston started to open back up. So I re-downloaded the apps and the, I did do two virtual, sorry, back to your question. (laughs) I did two virtual dates and both virtual dates were, I would say, extremely awkward and led to basically just the end of like the conversations and stuff. It was like, hey, yeah, we'd still text back and forth, but never ended up meeting up with either one of them. Do you think if you had met in person, something might have been different? Was it just the fact that it was online and it was awkward or was it truly like, hey, these girls are just not the right fit? I think it was the medium more than me or the girl. I think okay. that just FaceTiming with someone that you really don't know that well and say, hey, how's it going? Pretty good. I haven't left my apartment in six weeks. How about you? Pretty good. Have you watched Tiger King yet? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> like, it was just very awkward because no one was doing anything with their lives for that like six weeks six week period Um, and it sounds like if you had a financial advisor they might advise you to do a little pre-screen of these facetime sessions (laughs) so that you save some dollars on wasted restaurant bills Casey's just thinking about the fact on how many free meals she's gotten when she's gone on dates in the past. And so for the first time in her life, she's having a little bit of sympathy for how much money these guys have wasted because she wasn't interested in them. She was just interested in the food. Hey, I'm just looking out. I'm letting you know it sounds like you've you've bullets and your bank account might be thankful for it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. We can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you looking out for my bank account. Oh, the One of the girls, I would say, after the virtual date, there, if we had an in-person date, there probably wouldn't have been something. The other one, there might have been something. 
I just felt like it was an awkward medium. Mm, Okay. But you still have a shot with the other one. You could still potentially meet up with her once quarantine ends. Or no. Probably not. It's been about Ship three has... months. Oh, okay. gotcha. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, whoever you are out there, you missed out. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate your vote of confidence. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so... just um, a little horrified as to what I have to look forward to now that I'm single. So, well, this, is a, this is a good question for the new single lady in the room and for Tim. What would... <laughs> what would your ideal quarantine date look like go shoot for the stars no budget here (laughs) (laughs) so my typical pre-quarantine date was there's a place here that does great appetizers has a huge bar menu and live music every night of the week and it's like a big open space place i love Um, it i'm sold so and it's like i like to have some sort of secondary entertainment there that's not the primary focus. So like the live music thing, I think works out pretty well. The, if I've done trivia in the past, I feel like that's the primary focus and I don't get to like necessarily talk to them or like a game or like movies are just awkward because you sit in silence next to someone or like, but I like to have that like secondary form of entertainment there. So how about axe throwing? That sounds like a fantastic (laughs) first date. I don't know if you watch Indian matchmaking. But Casey, I can tell you that I do not watch Indian or I do not watch Indian mac- matchmaking. It's, it's a show on Netflix. Okay. And it's awesome. Definitely 10 out of 10 recommend you watch it. But they went axe throwing on one of their first dates. And it seemed like what you're saying. It's like a side activity to keep yeah. it interesting. That sounds like a great first date idea. Pause one second. Casey, did your significant other watch that show with you? He won't. He, he didn't? Won't. No. Oh, okay. why? Put his foot down. So he, he finally him. put his foot down, huh? Yes. <laughs> he always puts his foot down. He won't watch yeah. trash TV with me. It's wait, upsetting. that wasn't trash TV. That was like good TV. All right. I He's have, done whose perspective? No, yeah. I have a number of friends who are in arranged marriages. And I can tell you that it wasn't that inaccurate. Like there was a very, like everyone's watching it thinking it's ridiculous and laughing, but like, this is a very real thing that this culture has embedded in their life. And like in the very beginning, they actually say there, we don't call it arranged marriages. We call them marriages and love marriages because the norm is to be matched. And it's actually really interesting to like see the perspective of so many different people and there are people like in the United States who are using this woman. And then there are people in India who are using this person. And they're all kind of just looking for someone to like be a partner. When and I say trash TV, a really good show. I mean, reality TV. That's what I reference when I watch reality TV. I just call it trash TV. I think Indian matchmaking is a great show. I learned a lot. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's a great show. Going back to you, uh, Alexis, would you like to be in an arranged marriage? I think that there is a lot of authenticity in an arranged marriage. I know couples who were arranged and they're happier than couples that I know that had love marriages or are in like tradition, like our American style relationships because an arranged marriage is like everything, you know, that the people are very serious and you know that like they've matched a criteria that you're looking for and you've matched a criteria that they're looking for. And a lot of the times the parents talk before the kids do. 
So the parents have already kind of like vetted the idea of this person. And I think our friends know us best and our parents know us best. So I don't, I wouldn't say that I would like knock the idea. If I found someone that I genuinely clicked with, who's to say that we couldn't grow to love each other? One couple I know who was arranged actually said that it was one of the best parts of their relationship because they got to date once they got married. And instead of like knowing everything about the person by the time you get married and literally smelling what their poop smells like because you've been in the bathroom with them when you just were dating, you got to like go through the fun and exciting stuff of like getting to know someone and dating them for the first time and falling in love with them without the wonders of like, will this work out? Won't it work out? What if we don't end up together? What if we never get married? What if we don't want the same things? What if our values don't align? All of those questions have already been answered for you. Sounds like we all fucked up and should have gotten married already. You guys should read Aziz Ansari's book, Modern Love. He talks oh, about it. I love that book. That is Here a you go. Book. It's a great, great the, book. It has a movie to go with it too, right? Oh, no, there's an Amazon Prime series called yeah. Modern Love. It's so different. Good. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Anywho. Wait, but... Did you say what would be your perfect quarantine date? Not what did your pre-quarantine dates look like? Oh, sorry. I did not answer that. The During quarantine, my dates have been either going to one of the parks down here, going to a... There's a few outdoor patios that you can go to down here. Or I have done some game nights at my apartment where we'll play Scrabble or Sorry or Exploding Kittens, depending on the level of comfort so far with that person. Can't handle what you just said. What? Exploding Kittens. (laughs) (laughs) It's a card game. It's not what it sounds like. (laughs) Get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) No, she wasn't thinking that. Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. I was I was thinking about yeah. I was thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. You guys, I've completely lost touch with myself. (laughs) I saw a t shirt the other day that said, Eat pussy, not meat. And there was a cat picture on it and it reminded me of what you just said. Listen, we addressed (laughs) this in episode one. These words are nasty. Let's not use them. (laughs) Nasty. Nasty. Uh, All right. So you've only had two virtual dates, so we won't hold this too much against you. But we are curious, have you felt the virtual butterflies? No. Both virtual (laughs) dates did not go well. I have had in-person dates since then, but the virtual dates did not lead to virtual butterflies. Ooh. Well, will you tell us about the in-person butterflies that you felt? Uh, Yeah. The... Are you blushing? A little bit. You are so red. (laughs) Oh, my face has been red the whole time. We are so inappropriate. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, not putting you on the spot. So the in-person dates that have gone well are usually something where, like, go to a park, hang out, have a good conversation that leads to a first kiss and then a second date. The, I would say that there's... I've gone on four dates in quarantine so far. There has been one that I was a fan of and the other three, not so much. Okay. The question is, did they give you COVID? 
<laughs> no, but I did get COVID. Oh, you guys know that God. or no? Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Our first COVID survivor guest speaker. <laughs> yes, I did get COVID. The not quite sure how I acquired COVID. I was super sick for about four days. And then I sat in my apartment for 21 days, bored out of my mind with a cough. Yeah. So. I'm so sorry. I spent my 30th birthday in quarantine with COVID. Oh, no. Yeah. Dirty 30 at its finest. Yeah, Yeah, you win 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So from a male perspective, what advice do you have to our lady listeners out there trying to find love in quarantine? Or the men. Have good prompts on Hinge would be my first word of advice. And I just feel like that's such a conversation starter that makes you way more approachable in a on the dating apps. If you have very generic, boring, one-word answers. It There's certain girls that'll be like, wow, she's cute. I would message her, but I like don't even know where to start. And I have to go to a generic, less, less specific prompt rather than a, oh, hey, we have this in common. I feel like that's a wasted opportunity on a lot of dating profiles. I feel like as they would say on Love Island, you need to have good banter. I would agree with that. That's, I feel like that's the general consensus when it comes to you, Tim. Yes. <laughs> so advice to the gentlemen out there. I would like to switch it up and just say advice to Dom, the producer. Ah. <laughs> Dom, what? what up? What up? This is Dom, the producer. I'm so, first and foremost, ladies, I'm so excited to be back doing this. You know, 2020 is definitely trying to fuck with us. But if we ride together, we will die together. Podcast people for life. Anywho, what's up, Tim? My my main dude, you've been saying some really good stuff. Let's go back to your your murder kill. Yeah, that that whole thing. Whatever. Yeah, I don't have a name for it either. Have you ever heard of the crazy hot scale? I have. Have you ever? It's a great YouTube video. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever judged? any of these girls on that scale and if so what are some signs that you can give some people like for that like have any of them been like super hot but mega crazy yes you're talking about like in my life not like the hosts right i only know hayden relatively well though no, I'm, I'm talking about your dating you're, you're dating you during this quarantine like on the hot crazy scale where wait where, no yeah. i want to go back <laughs> i want to know what's our hot crazy scale oh first impressions boom oh this is good yeah what are first impressions yeah. okay well Alexis. it's not first impressions i have listened to all of the episodes up until this point Perfect. so i do have a Pro general fan. idea this is what I'm talking about. Now, the, yeah. now the podcast episode started. Here we go. First round of applause for Alexis, Tim. Let's get the hot, crazy scale for her. So I don't even know how to start with this. Uh, the- you can start with me if you want. You know me a little better. And, and Tim, before no. you get before you get the numbers, when you give me your numbers, I'm going to point on the scale where they're at. So that they okay. Oh, so you're you're making the graph. I okay. have I, I already yeah. have the graph. Yes. 
So I would say that we have a very attractive set of hosts here. Would you say past so, five? Would what? you say past, past five? I yes. So. Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was about to fly down to Houston if it <laughs> Good. Come visit. <laughs> the no. So <laughs> I feel like we have a very attractive set of hosts, and based on listening, I would say that they all register somewhere on the crazy scale based on different comments that they've had. Okay. But I would say they are all above the Mendoza line in terms of worth the effort to deal with their craziness. Let's put it that way. Okay. Can I just get some numbers so I can tell these girls oh, where they're say, at? That so was here a very we go. PC answer. Yeah, it was, it was, know, yeah, it was, it, that was a dry piece of chicken and we're going for the tri tip right here, baby. We're going okay. for the filet Sounds good. I, all right. I tried to cop out. You guys called me out on it. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Here They're all obviously 10 out of 10 on the looks. I would say. Shut up, Tim. i would say (laughs) that i know hayden is also a 10 out of 10 crazy that's that's a personal experience uh sorry that's not (laughs) i think it's a good kind of crazy though i love your type of crazy and i'm comfortable partaking in your kind of crazy wait wait hold on hold on let me tell you where hayden is at okay so you said she's ten hot, ten crazy. Yep. This is the this is what they say about ten hot, ten crazy. They're typically hairdressers, redheads, or girls whose name starts with K. <gasps> oh, shit! <laughs> oh, I think my name starts with an H. <laughs> right. All right, all right. Here we go. That's and funny. let's go with Casey. Here we go. Yes. So I have slightly less, well, I have significantly less experience hanging out with Casey, but the experiences have been that she has no filter and that she will say whatever she wants. So I would put her at a 7.5 on the crazy scale. Oh, okay. Oh, Dom, did you have something to say? I'm yeah. sorry. I feel like Casey is crazier than me. I'm just going to throw that out there. No. Hey, this is Tim's analysis. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, this hey, is Tim's analysis. This is Tim's analysis. Define, Maybe like it's just a small crazy. sample size on my part. Maybe I haven't seen Casey at her craziest. Yeah. So maybe we, we need to happen crazy? This time, next time I go back to San Francisco. <laughs> I feel like we need to define crazy because I feel like when I think of crazy, I think of like throw your clothes out the window and set them on fire. Yeah. And I definitely am not that crazy. If we're talking about crazy, like I'm going to dance on a table at a bar watching a woman's soccer. Or have that is true. While I'm yes. taking tequila shots. Yes. There's a good whip. crazy and yes. there's a bad crazy. And when I say that Hayden Dex is 10 out of 10 crazy, it's a, I don't know where tonight is going, but it's going to be a great time crazy. And I'm along for the ride. Not, she might set me on fire when I'm not <laughs> looking crazy. That would be the bad kind of crazy. Okay. okay so we're talking good crazy. Good crazy. Okay. The, well, I take that as a compliment. Yes. We'll move on now. So you went, okay, so if that's the case, you went from being a hairdresser, now you're put in the danger zone. You should not be dating. That's what this chart says. I'm going to stick with it. Casey's next. You said she's a 10 and she's a 7.5. Quite actually, 
believe it or not, congratulations, Casey. You're dateable. You are a date material. However, I think she's a bad crazy because she used to listen to Tupac and have her foot hanging out the window while driving. So you got to add two and a half points to that. She's right back to being a hairdresser, redhead, and now her name starts with a K. She'll also only allow you the choice to water her plants if you decide to decorate a home with her. She's crazy. As someone that is not the most, I don't have the eye for that. I'd be okay with that. The, (laughs) if you look at my apartment, it is the ultimate bachelor pad. So it could probably use a woman's touch. Awesome. All right. Now here's the final round. This is very important, Tim. The, the time's on the clock. This is the fourth quarter. I need you. What is your rating for Alexis on the crazy hot scale? Definitely have the le- least amount of experience with Alexis. I would probably put her, based on listening to the podcast, and there was one episode where she – I'll talk to Hayden after the episode, and the <laughs> there was the episode when you guys were talking about penis-shaped foods and other things, and <laughs> there were some comments by Alexis. Yes. <laughs> there were some comments by Alexis that were intriguing to the male audience. Let's put it that way. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like she's probably got a wild side. I haven't been exposed to it, so I don't necessarily know. So I'm going to say... She's probably somewhere between a seven and a nine. (laughs) She is also in the danger zone. However, she's nowhere near dateable, but she's like (laughs) right dab smack in the danger zone. But it's okay because at least none of you guys came in not crazy and a perfect 10 hot because typically that's the indication of a unicorn. They don't exist. No girl is not crazy and hot. And if if it's so, then it's probably a guy. That's just the reality of it. Oh, I have so many problems with that sentence. But we're not going to get into that right now. We do not have time. (laughs) I'm a firm believer that everyone's just a little bit crazy. You should figure out what they're crazy about. Agreed. That I'm crazy for the U.S. women's soccer team. (laughs) I fully support that decision. And Tim, I think you nailed it. There's definitely a crazy side to me, but it's more like a secret underground speakeasy employee or like members only club access kind of crazy. That word, speakeasy, it's perfect. That's exactly what Alexis is. She's a little bit of a speakeasy, you know what I mean? Yeah, what type of bar are we? I feel like that's a good question. We just figured it out. Alexis is a speakeasy. Alexis is a speakeasy. Hayden's like a dive bar. Oh, and Casey's like an Instagram pop-up bar. She's the Houston bar. What is With that like called? pineapple <laughs> drinks and flamingo decor. Like a yes. classy hotel lobby bar. Tim is a sports <gasps> bar for sure. I'm okay with that. And Dom is a bar where you can buy wings. <laughs> Absolutely. Also a dive bar. So hey, let's go. <laughs> Hayden's bar definitely has karaoke at oh. somewhere in there. Now there's also bar. and a DJ. And there's also a, a rendition that Casey or Hayden and I sang of "Wannabe" many many years ago. Somewhere in our history, I don't have the video anymore. I I do. I think it's 
Do you have that video? You have uh, to send that to Just me. to let you know, Hayden will keep every blackmail video ever. I have no idea how she has a phone with this much storage because this girl, <laughs> this girl has pulled up stuff from the grave on that should never be seen. And she always right. likes to drop it in casually, like, hey, just a reminder. <laughs> She's a 10 out of 10 crazy. That's <laughs> Well, she carried the performance, I can tell you that much. I'm pretty sure they turned off my mic because it was... Let's just say I don't have Spice, Spice Girl vocals. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Well, All right. This episode <sighs> has been far too long. Oh, yes. But far too awesome. So we are... Honestly, like, I'm so entertained. I could just keep going forever, but I want to save, like, our listeners time and i'm assuming that they've got lives they want to get back to or not probably not. whatever i am so glad to know that i'm dateable i guess but not exactly dateable a little bit of crazy a little bit of good time i don't know you guys this was any- fun yeah like this tim was- we appreciate the male yeah. perspective and not the male gaze you have been a true gentleman thank you for having me on i appreciate it and it's oh, been great to talking end to all of you off. We want to help you with your dating life. So if you want to give a quick elevator pitch on, you know, any lady listeners that are listening that may want to reach out to you, slide into your DMs. This is your chance. 30 second elevator pitch on why you should be dating this future woman that's listening right now. I don't know. Just give us the Why pitch. should she date you? Yes. Hey, I'm Tim. I'm tall and goofy and I'd say I'm pretty charismatic and tell a good story. I up for whatever. Clearly good at thinking on my feet right now, but I'd say I'm a pretty nice upstanding gentleman that will show you a good time, I guess. Have an intellectual conversation with you at four o'clock in the morning. Yes. He's not afraid to have sex on the first date. Let's not forget, ladies. Depending on the situation. If this ends up working out where someone slides into your DMs, ladies out there listening, make sure to use the promo code. (laughs) I need to be a podcast. (laughs) Hooked me up with Tim and we'll make sure to send you some extra promotional material and cuff with a whip <laughs> Tim we're done embarrassing you for the night thank you for joining us on yes, I Need to Pee podcast thank you. it's been a pleasure thanks for having me we've been in the ladies bathroom for far too long with these boys <laughs> Tim apparently too <laughs> yeah. it was the family stall this time oh uh, <laughs> uh, gender neutral Gender neutral. Yes, gender neutral bathrooms. Here we go. Let's get more of those going. All right. Now let's get out of here. Bye. 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 Casey, Hayden, and Alexis, three best friends from a small town, Sun Valley, Idaho, finding excuses to talk while going through social withdrawal and quarantine. Now working in different industries and different cities across the U.S., we talk to each other about pop culture, growing up, our most embarrassing moments, work stories, relationships, sexuality, and a whole lot of nonsense. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.